Hello, friends. Welcome to Brainworms, the podcast where we uh, we know what you did last summer, starring Sarah Michelle Geller. Interesting. Interesting. So now, is the dings like an important part of this? Is that like a scream reference? Only instead of phone calls, they're text messages? Oh, did I forget to mute my fucking cell phone? <laughs> Am I the only one hearing Joe's cell phone? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Joe's being a very bad boy. I guess he's going to need to get a spanking. Oh, my. But uh, it's fortuitous that I mentioned. Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. I mean, kind of indirectly, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, before you do that, do you want to let us introduce ourselves? Oh, God damn it. Yeah. You, see, you threw me off my whole game when you interrupted Oh, yeah. It's my... our fault that you left your phone on. You you don't gaslight us. You <laughs> cantankerous pustule. Why do you make me do these things to you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Too real. Yeah, that was dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who are you again? Oh, I'm I'm Joe. I'm David. I'm Kane. And I'm Cummy Cow Chris. Wait, what? You're still on that, huh? Still on <gasps> that. Dude, please. Please no. <laughs> no no. I'm kidding. How long has it been since you guys turned the machine on? <laughs> I mean time is kind of a vague thing yeah it's real abstract right right so sometimes it, it events happen independently of linear time here on the moon okay so it's really hard to pinpoint when something did or didn't happen yeah taking into account moon time zones it's very it's, it's, yeah it's very confusing yeah so you mentioned i know what you did last summer i mentioned yeah. scream Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess this means that it's the spooky month. It is the spooky month of October, gang. Spooky. Don't call me gang. All right. We're not in a 70s cartoon. <laughs> Why are you like Nobody this? tell Marjorie Taylor Greene that. <laughs> God damn it. She's more like in a 1870s. Man, I, I wish that I could have been in a, a greaser gang, but instead of switchblades, we would just have sharpened dildos. And you just kissed all the time instead of doing delinquency it's never too late to live your dream chris <laughs> I, I i would need nautical tons of hair grease all right so first thing you'll have to do you just need to leave your house to form this thing oh is, is that all kane what like getting people into a weird unicorn greaser gang isn't a hard sell like that's that's what america wants right now that's what the people are screaming for i guarantee you i guarantee <laughs> god damn <laughs> that if you put out any kind of feelers toward i'd like to start a unicorn themed greaser gang where we have sharpened dildos for horns you'd get like half a dozen people interested yeah the internet's a magical place for finding people who are into the exact same thing that you are in fact listeners you should probably message chris right now (laughs) you can at chris directly if you go to our discord server it is correct let me know if you would be a part of my unicorn greaser game. That would be the Funky Fresh Discord. Yeah. Joe, how we'll would you get to that. to that Discord? By going to wegiveyoubrainworms.com, where you can also support us on Patreon with your money. You're not using it for anything better. You're not. Yeah, clearly you have a lot of disposable income because Brainworms fans are successful in all things. I read that somewhere. And all of our Patreon donations go directly to buying Chris Hot Pockets, which are the only thing he will eat. Chris has scurvy. (laughs) Moon scurvy. 
it's it's super weird. It's the same as Earth. It's, it's just what you get when you exclusively eat just hot with pockets. Less gravity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you still just need to eat an orange every now and then, but <laughs> any vegetables really will give you an amount of vitamin C and other various vitamins. So in light of the fact, Joe, that we have been discussing the spooky month. Yeah. In September. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Stop it. Why would you blow the mystique? Cut that out, Joe. You mean cut out the part where I say that it's September? I don't have to pay by the edit, Chris. I can cut you out of the episode very easily. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a weird flex, Chris. Is there anything you want to talk to us about? Is this some kind of trolling that you're trying to accomplish? No. Well, no, I mean, I think there's a deeper issue here we need to uncover. What What's going on, buddy? I'm just upset that we haven't gotten to the male impregnation yet. Wait, what? Joe didn't tell you? Can I let's tell just, the listeners what just, we're doing? Or Let's just move on. Do you just want to be weird all day? Because we can just be weird all day. Oh, okay. Let me stop being weird. Uh, God, fucking damn it. I am going to tell the listeners what's going on, though, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah please. Please do so. Thank you for allowing me to record this podcast. Well, I mean, if you're going to be a cock knocker about it, <laughs> then I guess we could just drag this out as long as we need to. I haven't heard anyone say cock knocker in decades. You're welcome. But no, we're going to practice some dark magic from the internet. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, there's a popular genre in the creepypasta community where someone writes out a detailed magical ritual Okay, that allows you to summon dark spirits and play games with them shit like that it's a lot of fun so i'm assuming you didn't pull this idea straight out of your ass so if there's any components that we need you've already got that stuff written down right absolutely we've got everything at hand yeah 100 percent. we have a, a whole bin full of mirrors and candles and at least one jar of pee at least one Chris is happy to provide urine upon demand, so we have a lot of that ready to go. I have a bucket of dead doves. That'll help. Or it won't, and you're a fucking weirdo. What? I know David's got that dumpster full of spines that he just keeps on hand. It's very specific. The hard part is getting rid of the rest of the bodies. (laughs) That's fair. It's not that difficult. I've got a whole dumpster full of spines. Do you have any idea how much space the rest of the body takes up? Yeah, spine doesn't take up that much space on its own. Can you imagine the number of spines that you would need to fill a dumpster? I don't have to imagine. I'm just going to put this out there. You guys aren't being coy, all right? Like, I know you called them steaks and you called them sausages, but I know what those were. I still ate them. You still continue to eat them. I'm eating one right now. Unlike Chris, who will only eat Hot Pockets. Which, coincidentally enough, are also made out of leftover cane. (laughs) Nice. All right. Where's this magic incantation so that the listeners can go perform these rituals themselves if they are inclined? David and I found them at various creepypasta wikis. Is that like various creepypasta wiki.com or just .wiki? No, there are different ones. Okay. If I remember to do it, I'll put the links to them in the description in case you want to try dark magic at home. If it's not done, then I fucking forgot to do it. (laughs) Oh, did we make sure to have virgin blood? You don't actually, you know, this one, this particular ritual, it's pretty easy to perform. You just, uh, you just need at least one person and a building with an elevator and at least 10 floors. Oh, oh, okay. okay. One of my favorite Ikea instructions I've ever read was, 
and I can't remember the name of the thing. It was like fucknard or whatever. When assembling fucknard, it is best to be two people. <laughs> that tracks. Also, I, I just came up with a ritual myself for uh, how to talk to dead people. Okay. So you need a building with 10 floors and you need a crowbar. Now, the, here's the complicated part. You go to the 10th floor. Make sure that the elevator is not on the 10th floor. Pry open the doors with the crowbar, spin around three times, and then walk into the elevator shaft. And by God, you will be talking to dead people before you know it. That's not true because there's no life after death. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want to test this out? I already did. Oh. Hmm. What did the dead people say, Chris? They told me to go back. They don't want me. All right. Well, thanks for that. Hey, um, David, why don't you encant yeah. us? Ensorcel us. If you are injured by spirits that you summon while performing these dark rituals, <laughs> we're not responsible. David, are you in... And uh, Do we have an elevator here that has 10 floors? I think we can get one from the uh, the Moon King. Yeah. It was the Moon Duke. The Moon Duke. Thank you very much. I think there's one at the Moon Duke's compound. It's a duchy, not a kingdom. Well, yeah, of course. Duh. He's a duke. All right, let's form some dark magic. So, uh, for what it's worth, uh, this is located at hideandgokill.fandom.com slash wiki slash elevator underscore game. David, do you think people are going to listen to you say that website and carefully type it out? No, but now if you forget about things and don't put the link in, we're at least covered so that people can find this if they really care. That's fair enough. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. You know, there's people that think that Lisa Lamb, Lisa Lamb was doing the elevator game and that spirits killed her. Huh. Interesting. Elevator game. The elevator game is a ritual that will bring you to another world. This game originated in Japan and South Korea. Now, did it originate in Japanese movies and South Korean movies? Is there a clarification that needs to be made? Because I am a big fan of... South Korean and Japanese horror. Yeah, is there a footnote or like a citation that we can? There's nothing. No. No. Okay. <laughs> we can't, tra like, we can't which track. Which probably means, let's be honest, <laughs> that it. They're like, oh yeah, it's a Japanese thing to make it creepier. Right. That being right. said, though, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that like the Japanese have ghosts for like everything. Like they have elevator oh, yeah, ghosts, yeah. subway ghosts, and, like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like they that. have a. Very complicated, creepy lore. Also, this game, by necessity, would have had to start after the elevator was developed. Sure. So, I mean... It can't be that old. Right. What if it was an elevator that was just ropes and pulleys? Like a dumbwaiter? Yeah. That's a different game. That's the dumbwaiter game. <laughs> That's a dumbwaiter <laughs> game. <laughs> Duh. Touche. Yeah. Did you know that if you take your friend, put them inside the dumbwaiter, leave them for a week, you'll find a dead body in there? <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> so to play the elevator game you will need at least one person but can be played with more a public building with at least 10 floors and an elevator why a public building what if you're rich and your personal private facility has an elevator that goes up 10 floors so you just like kill time by riding around in your elevator playing this game <laughs> just ride the elevator up and down yeah i guess if you lived in like a high-rise apartment you could do it but i guess that's, that's kind of a public building so yeah. or or 
if you had Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. It's true. Sure, you could play the shit out of the elevator game if you had a Wonka painting. Mm-hmm. God, what would happen if you stepped into that elevator and hit all the buttons like an asshole? I mean, you go to different floors. Yeah, the the elevator itself isn't magical. It's performing the this this specific sequence of steps that causes. Or do you mean the Wonkavator? I mean the Wonkavator. Oh, because the Wonkavator, yeah. I think, is more like the TARDIS. Exactly. Sure. Like, what would happen if you hit all the buttons? I think there's only really the one button. I don't know. No, I think it had a bunch of buttons. Mm. It did because because it went it, like upsize and downways and left. Yeah, because Wonka was like, I've only ever. There's only one button I've never pushed. Do you want to push it? And then he pushed it, and they went to a way up in the sky. The moon. Yeah. If you want to view paradise. Yep. Then go back in time, because that shit's gone. Anyway. Anyway. Starting the game. To start the game, the players need to enter the elevator. <gasps> that tracks. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's it makes sense. It doesn't say where you need to start from, but assuming that you're starting from the ground the floor. The lobby. The lobby. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Press the fourth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. If someone does So that, then don't play this start game. Start from the beginning. This sounds like a great way to waste a lot of time. Like you're right <laughs> at the end of the steps and like someone walks in and you're like, Ugh. oh, you ruined it. You ruined my magic elevator ritual. I'm never going to be an SCP now. (laughs) Press the second floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. I hate this game. Press. Joe, why did you pick this? Continue, David. I'm enthralled. Press the sixth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. I mean, can we, that, can we just assume this at this point? That that's yeah, we get it. No, no, we have to hear every word. This is a magic okay. ritual, Kane. Okay, there are steps. I'm sorry, I interrupted yeah. again. Grimoires have to be written a certain way. It's true. Right. Right. Okay. Back to the second floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the <laughs> elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. If someone does that, start, start from, from the beginning. beginning. Start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Press the 10th floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. What if a planar being, when you hit the 10th floor, enters the elevator? I don't think that happens yet. You have to go to the floors in the specific order for shit to get real. Right, but what if there's a planar being, right? Because obviously there are planar beings waiting for you to finish the ritual sure before they and, jump in right yeah and so not only that, what, what if, what if hold what on if, hold on let me finish a... let me finish my thought all right god damn it i was adding on to your point <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm actually not upset I'm you're not always upset, upset. Actually i was good. trying to add on to your point well you can in just a second but yeah so like say there's an over eager uh planar being right mm-hmm. and he's like oh the elevator game's happening but instead of letting it finish i'm just gonna jump in before it's finished you know what i mean well, like, like that, or they could be a conscientious planar being, and like they're going to arrive to the appointment ten minutes early. Oh yeah, but does the, does it account for that? Do we need to go to this wiki and and make notations? If that happens, there's time there's time shenanigans because then you have to start over because it says so. Right, says so about a <laughs> hundred thousand million times, and so if the ghost comes in, then you have to start over and do it again. Which means that 
you'll summon a second ghost who will arrive 10 minutes early. Wait, that means that the ghost is then playing. Exactly. Yeah, then the, then the ghost becomes a player in the elevator. And if they leave, you have to start over. From the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. So we, we you know, I could make this real hard on you by assuming that anytime one of you talks... You've either entered or <laughs> left the elevator. And God damn it. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. That sounds. I'll turn this podcast around. And go home. <laughs> I will give you a whooping. <laughs> so, what do we have here? We, assuming we start from the tenth lobby, floor. you go to the fourth floor, second floor, sixth floor, second floor, tenth floor. Right. If anyone enters or leaves, start from the beginning. Although, I do want to point out like, it is unlikely that you have access to a, t- a 10 story minimum building with an elevator that you can exclusively control for the amount of time that this is going to take. Right. Uh, I mean, if you go to a hotel at like four in the morning, you're probably going to be able to get away with it. That's fair. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's... I'll give you at that. At that point, you're so sleep deprived and bored by riding the elevator that your brain starts hallucinating ghosts. <laughs> sure. What you could do is before you start the game, right? You mm-hmm. go to every floor and you put a sign, you know, just like a piece of paper, you've turned into a triangle, right? <laughs> right. And you sit that in front of each elevator that says, out of order, pain of death on pressing the button. Sure. No, no, no. See, that's disingenuous. You just say, you put a sign that says, magic ritual and process, please use stairs. <laughs> really, both of them would probably have the same effect. <laughs> Which would be some jagoff would come by and push every button. Yeah. Probably from the fourth to the second to the sixth to the second to the tenth. Oh, that's fucked up. What if two people were trying to play this game at the same time? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But they didn't know it. Right. Just in the elevator forever. Well, I mean, after a while, they're going to be like, oh, because you enter the elevator, right? Right. Right. Presumably at the lobby. Yeah. So even if the person starts after you, you just get to be shitty with them and be like, really? I just hit the 10th floor and now we got to start this all over again. Kane, these are people that are trying to summon ghosts with an elevator. They they would be like, no, it's my ritual. No, my ritual first. And they would just be there forever. You don't know that. <laughs> I have to get YouTube clout. Oh, shit. We should do this on camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have to find a building that'll let us inconvenience all elevator <laughs> users for like a day. We have to get a sound guy. It's true. David, aren't you kind of a sound guy? I am kind of a sound guy. Somebody to control a microphone. What happens after the 10th floor? That's not, that isn't going to be talking. Their their job is to stand there and make sure that they've got a boom mic or whatever. And probably get killed right. in a horrific way because that always happens to the sound guy. Look, choices are made when you decide what type of job you want in media, all right? <laughs> Do you ever notice how in a lot of, uh, a lot of movies, horror movies and shit, when... They want to just kill one of the random documentary crew members. It is always the sound guy because, like, it they is, still yeah, need somebody to man the camera, right? Right. But in those movies, there's never a commensurate drop in sound quality. I hadn't until you pointed it out. That's a very interesting point. Yeah. That's just ways to diminish the sound guy. I see you out there. I see you holding that boom. <laughs> we know the job that you have to do, and we know how fucking awful it is, and mm-hmm. we salute you, sound guy. <laughs> I have felt the strain in my shoulders that you feel. Except for Wreck. Oh, yeah. Wreck is very aware of the equipment that's being used and how the person operating that equipment getting eaten by a zombie will then affect yep. the subsequent recording. That's true. Yeah. God, it's such a good movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah, so 10th floor. Let's do this. All right. <clears throat> press the fifth floor do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players <laughs> leave the elevator if someone does that 
start from the, the beginning. beginning. <laughs> if a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, begin sweating and ask for her number. Look at her. Do not speak and don't talk to her. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So, do you get a pass for the first acknowledging look? Yeah, because you have to perceive them with your senses to know that this has happened. No, no. Like, if you look, she'll murder you, and that's why no one plays the elevator game because they all turn up dead. Continue, David. Let's let's see if we get more information here. Yeah, let's learn. If a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her. Do not speak, and don't talk to her. That woman is not a human. If you do. She will decided to keep you for her own. Wait, I'm um, okay. I mean, all right. Well, let's discuss this for a second, right? <laughs> let's break this down. Right? Right? What if? All right, because she's going to keep you. Yeah, she decided to keep you forever, right? Yeah, you become property of this spirit. <laughs> what if you have been lonely, right? And you don't really know how to interact with people in the real world mm-hmm. because you were created in a vat. Right. Sure. And you've never experienced interactions with another being outside of. Can you can you don't need to spare my feelings. Just say so. If you're Chris. <laughs> but yeah. So what does it talk about? What she does to you if she keeps you? Because maybe I want to be a kept clone. Yeah. I mean, I could even see. You know, some people, Chris, are very lonely and <laughs> and desirous of of human companionship. And assuming the ghost isn't, this isn't like a Cenobite situation. Uh, It's not a no from me if it's a Cenobite. (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, assuming that, you know, you don't have a lot of loved ones that you're worried about are going to miss you. Then yeah, I mean, if the ghost, like I could see a lot of people being like, I get to just be this ghost's companion forever. And then does that mean that subsequent elevator games, right? Would that change it to where if a clone and a woman or a man and a woman or a woman and a woman get on the elevator does it change that so here's my concern right yeah so i'm just gonna go through real quick the last couple of steps here right before i voice this but uh after getting to the fifth floor if a woman enters don't look at her don't speak to her don't talk to her Mm -hmm. press the first floor do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator If someone does that, start from the beginning. The elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and don't look back. If the elevator reaches the 10th floor, leave and do not respond to the woman if she asks, Where are you going? Or, What's wrong? Her voice will be high when she asks that. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. Right. If someone does that, start from the beginning. Start from the beginning, yeah. So, like, if you get to the point where this woman enters the elevator, how do you know if you're supposed to press the first floor or press the fourth floor and start from the beginning? Like, I feel like it was on the writer of this ritual to indicate like that the ghost woman looks mysterious or has no eyes or something because... you know well no i'll tell you why that isn't there the reason why that isn't there is because like if you had to ask a question and get a specific response then when you put this out onto the internet and you and like a hundred monkeys bang on typewriters someone's gonna do this and an actual hu- human woman's gonna walk in and you're gonna be like oh it's a ghost and they're gonna go to the first floor 
and mm-hmm. walk and, and leave and be like, I saw a ghost, man, because there's no confirmation. You just right. get that scenario and then leave and don't acknowledge her. Don't look around. Don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then like, dude, I did it. And a lady walked in. The, uh, this is for real. I mean, I'm not saying that I believe this in any way, but if it was four in the morning in some random hotel and I went through these steps and I went to the fourth floor, then the second floor, then the sixth floor, then the second floor, then the 10th floor, then the fifth floor. And when I got to the fifth floor, a woman entered the elevator. I would, in fact, be fucking freaked out at that point. Sure. Because it's worked up until. And yeah, that makes sense. Right. And then you press the first floor button and it is going to take you to the first floor because that's how elevators work but if it didn't you know and and at that point you're supposed to just leave and not look back because Mm -hmm. you know that's probably going to be the end result for most everyone sure if you get to the 10th floor and you leave apparently that's when the ritual actually works okay you are in the other world whoa if you're alone you are in the other world electronics will not work in the other world so make sure to write these steps down pro tip (laughs) sure wait 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 wait. electronics like an elevator no those work on electrics it is a distinction oh oh it doesn't work because there are no cell phone towers in the spirit in the spirit world sure but like i do all this clearly i'm doing it for youtube clout or to film a tiktok or something right I'm going to be real upset when after like the 10th cycle of somebody getting on <laughs> and me having to start this over, I get to the other world and and I can't film a video of whatever it is I'm about to experience. Like that's a point, man. The people that tried it and you never hear from them again, they were taken. It's a different world from where you come from. <laughs> the other world is identical to our world. But the two differences you will see are all the lights will be off and the only thing you will be able to see from the windows is a red cross in the distance. That's not identical at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what identical means. The hotel. Wait, can we edit that? So instead of it will be identical, it'll be very similar. Um, Probably at some point. I'm not going to do it right now, but. But the lights are off. And there's a red cross outside the window. Which I guess is cool. I mean, you know, we want charitable organizations. Also, like a red cross, like a, a medical center? I or... was about to ask. No. Like, yeah, like the medical center or a an actual red, like, Christian cross? It's the biggest cross in the Western Hemisphere that you can find in Oklahoma, only it's uh-huh. bright red. Or it's just a big red plus sign. <laughs> That's what I like. I like that idea. <laughs> if you really want to freak yourself out there, go to the cross. Put down a circle. An X will appear. Put down another circle. (laughs) (laughs) So all you can see from the windows is a red cross in the distance. I guess that, like, Mm -hmm. so you look out from the windows facing west, and all you see is a red cross, and then you go and run down the hall and look out the east-facing windows, and all you see is that same red cross? Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay. Sure. That is ominous. Yeah? Yeah, so very much not identical. Quite different, actually. Is that it? So then there's returning to our world. To back to our world, 
You must go to the same elevator and press the same buttons only if you leave the tenth floor. Four, two, six, two, ten, five. If someone gets on, you have to start over. (laughs) (laughs) When you reach the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. The elevator will again begin to ascend to the tenth floor. Press any other floor's button to cancel the ascension. You must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the 10th floor. After you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not exit the elevator. If you detect something wrong... You you mean in in the identical world where everything is the same but not really? Yeah, yeah. If you detect something wrong, repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely exit the elevator. This completes the ritual. You have summoned a ghost of wasting your time. (laughs) Other tips. Number one, the woman in the fifth floor. Do not look at her. (laughs) Do not speak to her. She is not a woman. Is that written in all caps? It is, and bolded. (laughs) She is not a female. (laughs) If you do, she may decide to keep you for her own. But what if she's, like, really pretty, though? Right. What if she's into the same stuff I'm into? What, she's got, like, a Doom Metal t-shirt on? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. (laughs) No, look, look, look. Here's what being kept by this woman looks like. Okay, so you look at her. And then, you know, she stretches her arms out to take you. And there's way more arms than a woman should ever have. Sure. And then darkness swallows you. You wake mm-hmm. up and you're being cradled by her. And you, you feel a sensation of, you know, gravity pulling you forward. So it's yeah. like you're, but, but she's like a spider lady. She's walking down a honeycomb. And there's like, there's a bunch is of. Is this just, becoming just a weird fantasy of yours that you're involving us in? The honeycomb is full of people. And then she finds an empty one and places you into it. And it's full of a bunch of juices that will turn your piss and shit into antibiotic cream to keep you safe. What? And the, this, 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 this fluid like covers every part of your face except for your open mouth. And every once in a while, it should come down and you'll like ascend out of your pod dripping and oozing like Neo in the Matrix. And then she'll shoot an ovipositor into your esophagus and, and it directly feed nutrition into your stomach and that's what that afterlife looks like i don't like anything that you just said <laughs> oh shit this one's real important guys okay other tips number two someone enters someone leaves begin again at the fourth floor if someone enters the elevator or someone leaves the elevator yeah uh-huh. i'm feeling like they really really want you to know that that's uh they, yeah. yeah i don't think they got that point across yeah they need to underline that a little harder i think what happens if you cut your toe in the other world and like i want to go to get this taken care of on the red cross it's not that kind of red cross but like what's this identical world what does it do aside from like like aha we've done it we've copied everything about this other world now let's erect our red cross <laughs> yeah the other world is kind of a wet blanket and again you can't create content because all your electronics don't work which i'm I seem to be more upset by it than anyone else. But I'm of the belief that why do this if you can't monetize it? Okay, so wait, hang on. Let's pretend that you do this, all right? Yeah. At the fifth floor, a lady gets on, you push the one, you go up to the ten, and you get out, and you hear her say, wait, where are you going? What's wrong? And you don't look back, and the door's closed. And then you pull out your cell phone, and it works. 
What does that mean? Yeah, I almost feel like this was very cynically written with a lot of fail-safes, so that if at any point you don't get transported to the other world that looks exactly like our world, except all the lights are off and there's a cross in the sky. And nothing else is similar about it, except for the fact that you're in a ten-story building. And you accuse the writer of writing a fake sorcery, then they can be like, no, you just didn't do it right. Right, right, yeah. It's kind of like tarot (laughs) readings or Zodiac. Sure. Yeah. Astrology. Yeah. I hesitate to say that because like, there are some people that do tarot readings, not necessarily because they actually believe that they're being ordained knowledge, but just that it's like a point of reference. Like they actually want to help someone yeah. with that. Not all of them. I'm just saying that some, but like this, like as Joe said, this is so cynical. Um. So if you get to the 10th floor yeah, and you've got random woman that you haven't looked at for a floor. Mm-hmm. And it's very awkward. Because really, I mean, it's on the fifth floor, she gets on. And mm-hmm. you just ride up to the 10th floor mm-hmm. and then leave. When the door opens, does it become dark when you walk out of the elevator? Or is it already opening to a dark world where all you can see is a red cross out of the windows? Like, right. These are important questions, I think. And also, like, why even have the part about the other world? I feel like the, the ghost lady. Well, I mean, the other world is the money shot. Like, that's the point. No, no. The money shot is the lady. No, no, no. The lady is just a, the lady's a red herring. Yeah. And kind of an obstacle. Yeah. This is the, the last guardian before you get to the other world where you can then leave yeah. the elevator and go explore. Yeah. Not talking to the lady between the fifth floor and the 10th floor is the end boss of the elevator game. Also, wouldn't it make more sense? No. Like if you're as the writer of this, if like the world is identical except the lady or whoever's working the front desk won't remember your name. <laughs> and then you go down there like, "What's my name?" Like, "I don't know." And you're like, "Oh, you. I'm in I'm in the other world." What? Or just sell the horror. Like if you get to the other world successfully, you'll know because the hotel is identical except nobody has any skin. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a huge business in the moisturizing cream. <laughs> so tip number three. Always the best tip. I'm already there. Only people that leave at the 10th floor will go to the other world. Getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become disoriented and forget which elevator in which you arrived. The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards it, and so on. Be vigilant and keep your wits about you. I have a terrible oh. sense of direction, so I'm screwed in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, Joe's fucked. Wait, wait, wait. So be vigilant and keep your wits about you, or you might waste a bunch of your fucking time. <laughs> well, then you'll be trapped in the other world. Sure. Well, I mean, at this point, if you're in the other world, like all the lights are out and you see the red cross in the distance, you didn't waste your time. The ritual will work. You're in the other world. Right. And now you just have to get back. Or make your home there. But sure, sure. I mean, yep. what if we get a bunch of people, like cool, like nice people, right? And we do the elevator mm-hmm. game and we just start a new civilization. It's the same, right? The only difference is there's a cross in the distance yeah. and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And it's dark. See, I, it feels like there isn't much of a hook for that. I, I would love to go to the other world if everyone was just spooky, scary skeletons and danced all the time. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty rad. Yeah, that's not what we're looking at here. Yeah, the other world doesn't sound all that cool. No, this is just a dark, abandoned, like there's no one there. Okay, that's a plus. No people. That is a plus. No electricity. No electronics work. 
That's unfortunate. And you've got a big red cross. What's the red cross made out of? Red. I think it's just in the sky. I feel like we need to explore this area so that we could get a better understanding of what we're working with, right? Wait, wait, wait. Did Kojima like read this and go like, oh, Death Stranding. <laughs> the cross is in the sky. <sighs> I guess we're going to have to go find a building and play this game. Well, not just find a building and play this game, but find a building, play this game, and not get interrupted 400 times. Yeah. Right. That's the hard part. Although if you do it very late at night right. slash early in the morning, you might be okay. Now, this is great. If at any point during the ritual you faint, pass out, or otherwise <laughs> lose consciousness, out? you will likely wake up in your own home. However, be sure to carefully examine your surroundings upon waking. The home to which you have been returned may not be the one you left when you first set out to attempt this ritual. Oh, wait, I woke up and I'm back at home, but I don't remember this raccoon next to this dumpster in this alleyway. (laughs) I must be in another world. Nothing has happened. I've just ridden the elevator up and down a bunch. (laughs) That's going to put, like, I guess elevator, like when they do that lurch, when they go up and down. Like that can kind of make your blood I mean, rush. There was a point a in my life where I would be performing on stage with a band, right? Yeah. And then I would wake up on the floor in front of my couch the next day. Sure. Is that because you consumed a large amount of substances in between that might cause memory loss? I don't believe that's any of your fucking or business. Or is it because you played the elevator game? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe you've been in the other world the whole time. We are the other world. Wait, where's the red cross? No, Kane is from the other. Kane, why don't you remember a red cross? <laughs> is Kane a topa? Kane is the woman <laughs> in the elevator. That sounds like an album, the woman in the elevator. Yeah. So, uh. This ritual is very stupid. What did you expect? <laughs> other tips, number four. You must not, in any case, attempt this too many times. This makes you susceptible <laughs> to get really accidental slipping through the world. Like Quantum Leap. (laughs) Is this like a from beyond type of situation where the more you can see them, they can start to see you? Is that? Oh, sure. I assumed you would just have to jump from timeline to timeline until you find your true home like Quantum Leap. Yes. If you do it too many times, it'll corrupt your save data. That makes sense. Actually, (laughs) that makes sense. If you don't get out of the elevator on the 10th floor or if the woman does not get in, you should head straight back down to the first floor. And kill people. (laughs) Sometimes, when you're coming back, the elevator goes back up instead of down. You have to cancel the ascension by pressing any, period, button, period, (laughs) between your current floor and the tenth and get off. The other world Uh, is pulling you. The last time I tried to get off in an elevator, there were consequences. (laughs) There are often consequences for that, yeah. What if the elevator game is just a variation of the lamont configuration that's semi-possible i'm into it and maybe the original you know poster right said that it was a red cross but in all actuality it was another shape altogether that was just kind of spinning in the distance you know i really want to see the tos as it were of the (laughs) company uh commissioning the architects to put the like the elevator or whoever you do with that like Oh, yeah, and by the way, one of the risks, if you push the buttons in these orders, you, you're, you're, <laughs> your customers might end up in an identical alternate universe. Yeah, which is, like, they really want you to think, like, this is a scary place and consequences can happen. But they don't tell you what those 
are. See, that's where you're wrong. We've listened to David read the entirety of this ritual. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you faint in the other world and find yourself mm-hmm. back in your world, be careful. Yeah. You can be pulled there and back <laughs> at any given moment. Sold. This also happens to people with susceptible souls. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but sure. I guess that cuts me out. <laughs> if I was camping with someone and we were all... I'm not even sure you have a soul, Kane. And someone was like telling this story as David is reading it, like mm-hmm. as a scoop, spooky fire camp story. Yeah. I would just slap them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I, I would have an irresistible urge to lay hands on them. That sounds like a you problem. Violence never solves anything, Chris. It's true. You should listen to Kane. He's the least violent person I know. This is really weird. It's really, uh, it's profoundly stupid. Yeah. And it's like set up in such a way that unless you're under a very particular set of circumstances, you're just going to waste like an hour of your life getting in the elevator and then having it, you know, someone walk in. If you're lucky. Before (laughs) you end up going to the fifth floor. Sure. But like I said before, if I did hit the elevator buttons in that circum that set of circumstances and I ended up going to the fifth floor and a woman got on the elevator and then I hit one after that and went down to the first floor and left, I would probably have some, I mean, I'm a pretty rational person, but I wouldn't be able to shake some concern. It'd be spooky. You know? Right. It's, it's a spooky thing. And so I think, on the whole, it does okay with building sort of a creepy idea, atmosphere thing. Sure. I could see this being adapted into a short film. Right. That would probably be pretty spooky or something. I'll give it two and a half jack-o'-lanterns out of five jack-o'-lanterns. Sure. 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 Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a missed opportunity with the horror here in the sense that like, oh yeah, this is horrifying. But you have to engage with it. You have to actually right. do the ritual for it to be a problem. Wouldn't it be scarier if it was like, if you ride an elevator, any elevator, past 12 a.m.? 12 a.m. where? No, yeah, your time, if, it, if it's past midnight. Well, isn't it past midnight everywhere? It's past midnight right now. Yeah. Yeah, because time is cyclical. Anyway, <laughs> and then a person gets on and they act a little weird or they, or like they have a particular kind of appearance. Like, But the point being is that like, it can happen to you even if you are unintentionally riding an elevator. Like, you're not trying to get the ritual to happen. It can just happen to you. If this story were better, then I actually think there's a certain level of creep to the fact that there's a buy-in. Right. Like you have to make a choice to perform this ritual. It's like Bloody Mary. Yeah, for sure. Only Bloody Mary, you're in a completely dark bathroom looking in the mirror. I think... The creepiness of this one mm-hmm. is more in the, in a lot of ways, I feel like it would be stronger if the woman weren't even an element of it. Yeah, yeah. Because you could do this whole thing and have it be, okay, when you come out of the elevator, you'll be in another world. That, that's identical. This other world was identical to our own, except there are no people there. And then you come back out of the elevator or you go back to the elevator and get in and go back down. Mm -hmm. Just be careful. You never know the lingering sort of. Oh, sure. You you don't know. 
Yeah. Two and a half yeah. jack-o'-lanterns out of five. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Uh, or the alternative to that, there should have been a slow buildup. Like, you know, if you do the first half of the sequence, you know, two, four, back down to two, whatever. Like, if, then, like, once you're halfway through, then your your phone will turn off and it won't turn back on. Like, there's this slow buildup as you're performing the ritual of creepy things happening. And then when the woman appears, it's like a, you know, it's like a part of that sequence. I right. think could have been good because mm-hmm. otherwise you're just riding the elevator up and down to build off of what David said. I disagree David with like, there's no people there. It should be, you'll be in another world. Just be sure to get back to the elevator in a certain amount of time or like you'll be stuck there. Mm-hmm. It's very important that you don't mention that you're from a different world to anyone. Don't ever say that ever. Don't even bring it up. Don't allude to it. If they know they don't want you here, like bad things sure. will happen. Don't ever, ever talk about it to anyone ever. And that puts in the, you know, so if you have that lingering, I don't know. Right. If yeah. Because they could be regular people. It. And then, yeah, because then that kind of gets in your head. Yeah, that could be good. So you should probably just bring Tobin's spirit guide with you. Absolutely. Never yeah. leave the house without that it. That way, if the woman enters the and, elevator on the fifth and floor, the King James Bible. you can consult. In fact, I mean, now that we know that, that a woman enters the elevator on the fifth floor, we could probably go to Tobin's spirit mm-hmm. guide and see if we can't figure out who she is and what she does. Sure. Because as it stands, this is just a guide to how to act like a weirdo yeah. in an elevator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just imagine, like, from the other end of things, like, you're just some dude riding up and down in an elevator and you get to the fifth floor and this woman gets in and you just, like, get really creeped out and just stand mm-hmm. very still and refuse to look at her. Or engage with her. Right. Then you might be Mike Pence. (laughs) (laughs) And you get to the 10th floor and for some reason the lights are out and you leave the 10th floor and she says, you know, with concern, where are you going? Into the obviously dark room. Mm -hmm. She's going to have a story to tell. Because then it's like a memetic virus. It's like it's you've gotten it into your head that you're doing the elevator game. So you're going to have an experience. She would go home and be like. I think I saw a ghost in the elevator. It was this weird guy. He didn't talk to me and he walked out into the darkness. It was so weird. Yeah. It must have been a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We've talked the elevator game to death. Do we want to yeah. stop the episode here? Or uh, I think this is this is good. We've got like 45 minutes of. Uh... Yeah, that's a good. That's a good episode. I and think. I think this will be a solid episode. Yeah, I do too. That was fun. It was good spooky content. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, unless we have more elevator game commentary. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm going to tune in the furnace. Two spooky jack-o'-lanterns out of ten? Two and a half out of five. Two and a half out of five. It had the spook element. Yeah. Yeah, It had had the spook element, right, where it was like Bloody Mary or something along those lines. But ultimately, it becomes more like a hokey, like, tarot reading or, like, astrology chart Mm -hmm. a lot of vague things that you can take as having meaning right i just i I take offense to the idea that it's you know very specific very uh go in this order in this way if something fucks it up start over from the beginning and it just hammers that home sure throughout the entire process and then at the end like the last set of tips it gives you is do not in any case attempt this too many times. <laughs> How many times yeah. is too many times? How do you know? Like, 
All right. I think it just lost a jack-o'-lantern. We're at one and a half jack-o'-lanterns out of five. Because I, I didn't even think about that, David. And you just brought it back up. And now it's like, okay, so basically you're never allowed to complete the ritual. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you get lucky and you're in an empty hotel or like it's very late at night slash early in the morning i gotta find a 10 floor building that's that's all there is to it what do you think the speed run record for the elevator game is <laughs> i guess we should probably catalog that yeah all right well if you try the elevator game i started to say at home but it's not a thing you can really do in your home if you try it unless on you time, have 10 floors of home yeah in which case and your own yeah. personal elevator in which case you're not probably listening to this podcast <laughs> let's be real if you are listening to this podcast and you have a support us on patreon and your own elevator please do go to we give you brainworms.com sure. and support us on patreon uh, but yeah let us yeah you, you know let us know if you try it at home i guess and yeah don't forget to go to we give you brainworms.com dot what where you can su- dot com okay. i said it correctly why are we still doing this bit and uh you can support us with your 10-story elevator money that you clearly have. <laughs> also, you can check into our Funky Fresh Discord and tell us what your favorite creepypasta ritual is, and maybe we will try it. And don't forget to... Tip your bartender. Join Chris's weird greaser oh, unicorn dildo. Right, sure, I'm sure. out of here. Yeah, uh, we're sorry, I guess. Yeah, sorry. really, really sorry. This has been a production of Brainworms Presents. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms Podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme music is Hodgepod Number 1 by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at wegiveyoubrainworms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. Uh, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you,